We have on the line with us Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson, I, I've known for a number of years. He is one of the most mild-mannered, caring fathers that I have ever met. And uh, I was going through some of the news headlines the other day, and I see Douglas County parent escorted out of uh, a meeting by law enforcement. I'm thinking, ah, oh, I have to see what that was. And it was Aaron Johnson. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to ask him what happened. So Aaron Johnson, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Good morning, Kim. Thanks for having me on. What are you doing getting kicked out of uh, school board meetings? I guess uh, speaking, uh, using my First Amendment right uh, to address elected officials. Uh, I went to the board on Thursday night uh, in light of controversy around a uh, middle school teacher in Douglas County I wanted, uh, who had, uh, had hateful tweets go viral. I wanted to address the district's social media policy because it's obviously lacking. And uh, as I was going along, I mentioned the teacher's name, uh, and as soon as I did that, they shut me off. Well, there's been other people from what I've seen that have mentioned teachers' names, uh, and they've not been escorted out of the school board meeting. And, and I mean, were you saying anything bad about this teacher? Or, I mean, why? I just can't quite figure that out because this teacher actually did, uh, uh, and I think her name was Michelle Grisham. Uh, she was right. a former um board member of the Douglas County Teachers Union, and she sent out a, a tweet that would cause any parent to kind of stop in their tracks. Uh, I, I, you know, I think we should, probably should set this up just a little bit, Aaron. What happened is, sure. uh, as people may remember, the uh, students from Ca- uh, Covington Catholic High School uh, from Kentucky were back in Washington, D.C. Uh, about, what, about a week and a half ago for the March for Life. And apparently, while the guy, the boys were waiting for the bus, uh, there was uh, a, a Native American Indian that was beating a drum and that walked right into this young student's space and was beating a drum right in front of him. And this, this student um, it was clearly, to, from what I, I can tell, and I'm a mom, is he's kind of wondering what to do. He's like a 15, 16-year-old kid what to do and this guy's beating this drum in front of him and you know the the boys around him they're kind of like you know this is weird and they're acting like 15 year old boys well what happened was then the the mainstream media didn't tell the whole story and they tried to portray this as this young boy was kind of accosting this uh, native american when it was the opposite and so the the mainstream media went after this young student and um, and then people piled on, and it was not the true story. In fact, I was in a, a text back and forth with a friend of mine who who had been buying into the whole media story, and I said, have you seen the whole YouTube video? Because somebody right. got it all on YouTube. And after, and I, I said, watch this, and I think it was about an hour and 22 minutes. I said, watch it here. And she responded back. She said, oh, my gosh, I feel so badly for those students. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to pray for them. So that's setting it up. This teacher from Douglas County actually put out, I consider, this is my opinion, a very hateful tweet. And she did what's called doxing. She gave the personal information of a student from Covington High School. Interestingly enough, 
she was doxing somebody that wasn't even there. The father reached out and said, hey, my son wasn't there. And she was still very stubborn about it. And um, the question is, is, is how can we have a teacher that is doxing students? Uh, and I think that's – so that's setting it up. Am I, am I pretty well have it, do you think, Erin? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. And uh, she continued to press her case on Twitter that um, she had the right kid and uh, said, you know, hateful things about him, calling him a Hitler youth. Uh, you know, and here is you know, a teacher who uh, is charged with the care of kids during the day, uh, but then going online and, you know, cyberbullying. Uh, this child who she doesn't know. Oh, I hadn't really thought about the cyberbullying component of that. Where I had mm-hmm. gone, where I'd gone with this, Erin, is uh, she had called this this student a uh, Hitler youth, uh, which you know you bring up the word Hitler yeah. and, and everybody's like, whoa. Um, and and I'm thinking about it. Uh, all these boys were is they were Caucasian. They went to a Catholic high school. Um, you know, and, and I feel that our Caucasian straight young boys are really under assault these days. So here we have a teacher that clearly, I mean, I say she hates these kids at, at, you know, when she's on social media, but during the day she's teaching them. Now I'm a mom, you know, you know, junior high boys are very impressionable. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to figure out who they are. And if you walk into a class and you know your teacher hates you and you can't figure out why, I mean, I think that that creates a lot of damage. I know that you probably don't want to comment. You may not want to comment on that, but that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, and, and I'll just say that you know, teachers are trusted with care of kids during the day. And um, you know, I think as a community, we expect high standards for teachers. And, and teachers in Douglas County, you know, we, there's there's been a lot of discussion um, in recent years uh, in our community around school districts, school district policies and finances. And there are thousands of really great teachers in our community. And I'm actually a product of Douglas County. I I graduated from high school here. And, um, you know, now my kids go to school here. And I I had moved away, you know, after college. And uh, when I started having a family and trying to settle down, my wife and I decided, you know, it's, it's time to get serious about school and where's the best schools. And we decided to move uh, back to Colorado and, and specifically to Douglas County uh, because it is a great school system. Uh, but there are, there are individuals like this and, um, you know, time to time. And, you know, my, my goal was to go to the district and uh, to say, look, I think, you know, as the fallout of this happens, uh, you know, you need to think about the next steps. And that's your policies as the district goes through and is setting up uh, several high, very high-level goals. They call this uh, unity of purpose, and there's, I think, five different goals that kind of fall out around that, around academic excellence and, you know, fiscal responsibility and, and others. Uh, but one of those is communications. Um, that, And this is specifically what I wanted to address was their policy around, uh, the, quote, multiple effective pathways for communication. They're available for parents and guardians, families, community members, and district employees. And this policy adds that those communications are conducted with respect and with kindness. And 
Um, so it seems to make sense yeah, that yeah. you should probably take respect and kindness home with you as well, right? And uh, so when a teacher is on social media at home, uh, respect and kindness, I mean, those are actually pretty good uh, goals for all of us to live by 24-7. Yes. And, and as I had looked at the social media policy within the employee handbook, you know, it, it lays out guidelines for talking about work-related items and then uh, things outside of work and, and provide some guidelines on um, how to conduct yourself online outside of work. And, and my point the other night was, you know, she, um, she violated those provisions in the policy, uh, and it's, it's weak, and it lacks accountability, and the district needs to look at changing it. Uh, but in the course of trying to describe that, I said her name, and uh, that, that's when they cut me off. Okay, now... I, what you're saying is very valid. They cut you off. Actually, I saw the uh, the video, and you were escorted out by uh, law enforcement. Yes? I was, yes, uh, because I kept speaking, and they had me removed. I'm so, sorry, what, Aaron? And I, because I kept speaking, and they had me removed. Um, but I'd also add, as they uh, were cutting me off, uh, you know, they laughed at me. You can see in the videos, you know, board directors smirking at me. So, Aaron, if they enjoyed it. So, Aaron, have they reached out to you? You're a concerned parent that went before the school board and, um, you know, had a very valid concern about what a teacher done. Has anybody in, been in contact with you to try to, you know, alleviate, say, hey, we're going to work on this, or has anything happened yet? No, that that happened a week ago today, and I have not heard from anybody from the district. Oh, so nobody from the school board has called you, huh? Very interesting. Okay, you know, I think that we really need to be concerned. People talk about that they care about what parents have to say, and uh, to have this teacher actually cyberbullying a student, and she even had the wrong student, uh, just it causes me to pause. But, Aaron, uh, I, I'm actually really encouraged with all of this because I feel that the veil is coming off on all of these issues. And so we really know what the agenda is, and so we really know what we need to address. And it takes courage to do what you did, to go to the school board last week. And, and then, like I say, you're one of the most mild-mannered, kind people that I know. When I saw it was you, I thought, oh, my gosh. Um, but thank you, for, thank you. For, for standing up. Every one of us needs to do something Every day. And Aaron Johnson, thank you so much for what you did last week. I appreciate it, Kim. Thanks for having me on. Okay, have a great day.